0: Hello and welcome to our radio program, The Time for Intercession is Now, brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International, Shop 12 Block AAJ's Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. Let's join Rev. Andrew Green as he shares on Part 2 of the topic, Build Me an Altar.
1: Welcome back to our program. As we started our discourse last week, we were looking on um, Build Me an Altar. We took some time to look on the altar of the Lord and the relevance to the altar of the Lord. One thing that stood out from that presentation last week is that great battles are fought at the altar. Great battles, we experience them right there at the altar of the Lord. We want to look this week on our topic, uh, the wicked altar that is speaking. The wicked altar that is speaking. So we are now realizing that there are two basic type of altars, the altar of the Lord and the altar of the wicked. Now, witchcraft is a demonic system designed to destroy mankind. And if you search through scriptures, you will find this from Genesis right back to Revelation. It's there. So it's a demonic system that is designed to destroy mankind. Now, we have been attempting to destroy the wicked altar as the church without raising up the altar of the Lord. Without raising up the altar of Lord. Once this is done like this, We're going to find that it causes the altar of the wicked to continue being raised. So when we have an open heaven, theirs is closed. When theirs is open, it means that ours is closed. And it would seem as if, it's not like that, but it would seem as if most of the time ours is closed. So it's the open heaven that actually empowers the altar. So we're looking on the wicked altar. Let's look at an overview of the wicked altar. Now, let's first of all define the term wicked altar. Now, by definition, the wicked altar is what the Bible classified as a ritual pit. And we realize that the ritual pit is supervised by a practitioner of darkness, which spend time there, skilled in that area, to conjure up spirits from the spirit world or the underworld. Now, there are several reasons why they would want to bring these spirits to surface. Again, all of this is biblically based one such reason is to bring up the spirit that would be named the spirit that is qualified for the assignment that whomever is seeking them out or if they're going to do an assignment for themselves they would now call up the given spirit that is qualified another reason for conjuring of spirits from the underworld is to do great evil to do great evil And it works through the altar, 2 Kings 21, 6, and also 2 Chronicles 33, verse 6. We also realize another main reason why the demons are called up at the altar is to ask the dead about the destiny of the living. Now, as mature as you are, as intercessors, you would have known that the dead knows nothing. Scripture tells us that. The dead knows nothing. So it's a masquerading spirit, a familiar spirit that will be actually operating. But they will call upon the dead to get some information about man's future. They also spend some time at the wicked altar seeking for strategies. Seeking for strategies. The book of Isaiah 19 verses 3 brings this to us. So they also spend time at the altar gazing at the stars to predict the future likewise. So two ways in which they try to peep into the future by stargazing and also calling upon the dead stargazing we find this in the book of isaiah 47 verse 15. now the altar is a key access point to the spirit world for those who are practicing on that side now we are forbidden in the scripture as intercessors To be dabbling in darkness so we should not be taking on any of these practices when you go through the scriptures especially deuteronomy 27 and 28 there are warnings in it for us as intercessors that if we participate in it automatically we're going to attract the, the curse of the law coming upon us as individuals so the altar is a key place where we gain access to the spirit world now from the wicked altar As we note, it depicts individuals, marriages, families, businesses, ministries in the kingdom of darkness. Their agents or the practitioner of darkness, they try their best to manipulate these persons at the altar. The main focus is to alter their destiny. No, they will try to change the course of these persons' destiny because they are vulnerable. That means they don't have the firewall around them. Or they will try to establish satanic prayers against the vulnerable likewise. They will create satanic problems which act as a doorway. And these doorways now will give access to the demons, to those who are vulnerable. And also they will make satanic decisions which now cause the vulnerable to be judged. And they will judge and they will stand before the Lord, accusing these persons. Because somewhere in that, that person's life, they might have a breach that, that they are not aware of. And when we look on one such person, we we'll look on Joshua, the high priest. nation of Israel was just coming out of captivity. The priesthood was being restored and he was about to be consecrated to go back into the office when the accuser came up. It was not joshua himself that was being accused it was the office that became corrupt because they were worshiping idols before going into captivity so he was judged being judged for the office that he was in so as a result of this the enemy can pass judgment against those who are vulnerable in the book of second corinthians 2 11 tells us we should not be outwitted by satan We are not ignorant of his designs. We are not ignorant of his designs. In the King James Version, it says we are not ignorant of the devil's schemes or his plots that he has set aside for the individuals. Let's now look on the cycle of the wicked altar. The wicked altar demands blood in order to speak. It demands blood. The blood that it demands is in three parts. The practitioner himself, oftentimes they have to cut themselves and drink of their own blood. Or an animal is killed and they have to use the blood whether to drink or carry out whatever rituals they are doing and also a human sacrifice is demanded from time to time to make sure that the altar is able to manifest the altar will not manifest without the blood so the blood has to be shed one way or the other now we realize also that the practitioner of darkness is looked upon as an expert this person oftentimes will own and also operate their personal altar and what we call a religious object in witchcraft there's what they call the voodoo doll a doll that is representing the individual or a group of persons and they have pressure points that they will use pins to stick into the doll. so the practitioner of darkness is is a person that is qualified according to the standards of the kingdom of darkness and is able to supply the needs of the client as they come we also realize that he is an expert, he owns and operates the altar stated earlier, but also monetary payment is made. To the practitioner of darkness in order to reinforce the spiritual contract so whomever goes to the the practitioner they are actually going to make a contract they forge a contract by that discussion now remember a written contract cannot come in place unless you have a verbal one so the verbal contract is established and the money that is given over now becomes the key in signing off on that contract we also realize that the Practitioner of Darkness, as the persons look up to them, these persons, they will now go ahead once the thing is agreed on. They will now go ahead to contact the spirit world for the task to be fulfilled. They will go ahead, do their little rituals and contact the spirit world for the task to be fulfilled. We also note after this is done, a witchcraft ceremony is also done in order to initiate and carry out the process of connecting the spirit world will mortal man. So the demons cannot do anything in the earth without a human body. So they have to work through a human body in order to do this and also to afflict the individual that they have been contracted to afflict or to harm. We also note regarding the cycle of the wicked altar, the religious object is given agency against the person that the spirits are contracted to afflict or harm from the altar that has been raised. We are now looking on the reality that persons become enslaved through the wicked altar and a religious object. They become enslaved through the wicked altar that has been raised because someone came make acts of counsel, and the practitioner decided he's going to carry it out, and it goes on. Now there are some altars, not only money that is taken, sometimes sexual favor has to be manifested. Bins on the type of task that is being asked off by the person seeking out the consultant of the practitioner of darkness. The fourth thing we want to look on regarding the wicked altar is the interceding church breaking mankind free from such an altar. The church must be able to intercede and that's one of the reasons why the Lord wants us to build him an altar. It is possible for those afflicted or being harmed to be delivered from the altar of the wicked. Now, the altar of the wicked is totally different from a demonic manifestation at church. And It's a come out in the name of Jesus. This is where we have to spend quality time assaulting the kingdom of darkness at the source of the empowerment. And the source of the empowerment is right there at the altar. The strength of the strategic intercession is our ability to attack the kingdom of darkness at the source of the empowerment. Now, incantation, by the practitioner of darkness, activates fallen angels to act. So, if it activates the fallen angels to act, we have to now make sure that we have that relationship with the Lord. That when we speak the word, the Isaiah 55:11 concept, along with Hebrews 1:14 concept, will manifest. Where the angels of the Lord will not take that word and will they run with that word to execute that word. That mankind will become free. The fallen angels they carry out the bidding of the bewitching voice of the practitioner of darkness in order to enforce the torturing technique to bring the victim to the point of breaking. That means there are different methods that they will use, strategies to make sure that person is afflicted and that the task that they were commissioned to do will be fulfilled. Now, through the altar of the Lord, we can assign angels to locate the altar. So that's why I'm saying this is now brings us into a high level of warfare where we're able now to, ask the angel of the lord to go and locate the altars anywhere they are geographically across the world they are able to find them and also the church as we pray we are able now to see our altar being lifted up to release the fire of god and as we release the fire of god that the wicked altars will be wiped out and the power of witchcraft along with the black snake what they use in witchcraft or what we call the spirit of witchcraft will also be destroyed As we intercede also at our altar regarding the wicked altar, it releases the judgment of the Lord upon the unrepentant person who has been seeking out harm or affliction upon a given individual, whether it be a believer or an innocent man living in the community. And we also see the judgment of God being released upon the practitioner of darkness themselves and the demonic snake. Any form of demonic network against their victim, we also can... Go in as the Spirit of God gives us. Again, it's saying that our discernment has to be sharp in this era as we go forward. Now, witchcraft is a demonic system. And this demonic system is designed to destroy mankind. It's designed to destroy mankind. Things to ponder as we close this week's teaching on the wicked altar. The wicked altar demands blood in order to speak. We also realize the wicked altar is a demonic system established to destroy mankind. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we say thanks again, that your word describes to us in the book of Acts one verse eight, that you have endued us with power from an eye, and that also tells us that the earth is your footstool. So because of this, we stand on the authorship of your word, and we ask even though that your ministering spirits, according to the book of Hebrews one fourteen, will go. On an assignment you know, to locate all wicked altars regarding those that are afflicted within reach of my voice in the name of jesus and we ask that these altars as they are located that you will release the fire of the lord to destroy these altars destroying the power of witchcraft and also the spirit of witchcraft in the name of jesus we release the judgment of the lord upon every unrepentant person seeking to harm individuals in the earth realm in namely, in this nation Jamaica, and also to afflict others, we release the judgment of the Lord upon the practitioner of darkness we release the judgment of the lord upon the spirit of witchcraft and the demonic snake in the name of jesus any form of demonic networking against the victims whether it be within the body of christ or the innocent man in our communities we release the fire of god right now and we break the network we declare that no weapon fashion forge or shape against us in any way will prosper or prevail in jesus name we invite you to join us next week for our new topic the altar that speaks better things Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Reverend Andrew Green.
0: Thanks for joining us on today's edition of The Time for Intercession is Now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministers International and our kind sponsors. AJ's Wholesale and Supermarket, Credence Global Logistics, Shen Ashar Holdings, Neymar's Pharmacy and Remler Productions. The Time for Intercession is Now is inviting interested persons to be a part of our live studio audience every first Friday at our office at Shop 12, Block A, AJ's Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. For more information, call us at 876-615-5801, WhatsApp us at 876-854-4594 or email us at proclaimministriesintl at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us on another edition of The Time for Intercession is Now.